Broads, this episode is brought to you by Shirley Wines, which I have been drinking at least once a week these days. And Broads, this stuff is good. Non-alcoholic wine, but don't let that fool you because I've tried some non-alcoholic wines in my day that pretty much tasted like uh, grape juice in a bottle. Mm, Girl, same during my pregnancies. No, I wish I had Shirley. I wish I knew about it. It's different. Made by some of the best California winemakers, Shirley Wines has all the rich, delicious, complex flavors of regular wine with none of the nasty side effects like anxiety or pounding headaches the next morning. I love it because you can still pair it with delicious meals, all that kind of thing. It's amazing. And with four delicious varieties to choose from, there is a bottle for every occasion, Pinot Noir, Sparkling White, Rosé, or my personal favorite, their Sauvignon Blanc. Chatty Broads listeners can visit HiShirley.com slash Chatty and use code Chatty to receive 20% off all Shirley products for dry by January and beyond, there's no better time to try Shirley. Visit HiShirley.com slash chatty and use promo code chatty for 20% off today. Also, that's like Shirley spelled like you will surely like it. And you surely will. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Jess is twerking. It up for the camera. Subscribe to the YouTube, baby, because you don't want to miss content like this. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to stay in in focus. Get it in Becca's camera. What are you, what are you dancing about? Well, I'm dancing because I said I was going to start trying new things in yeah, 2022. And I've never started the podcast it. dancing we before. Love, you know what's so funny, actually, yeah. is just like two days ago, I was like, There was something I thought about starting the podcast off saying, and I was like, oh, we should take turns starting the podcast off in different ways. Look, you just kicked it off organically. And now everyone can see that I can't, I can't twerk. I just, I try and it just doesn't, my body just doesn't work that way. That's a goal. I think, I don't think, I can't really do it either. I can't. My body just doesn't. I can sort of do it if I put my hands on my knees. You can try. Well, (laughs) That's me. Well, also in 2022, I'm just I'm going to try to work on my flexibility because my body just doesn't move. Sometimes I watch people like at a club and I'm just like, wow, how are you not a professional dancer and you can dance that way like that? Like she just knows how to like flow. And also, did you? Oh, I think we've talked about this before. We had to be the lead in the school plays because, you know, we can't do that choreography. I'd be in the audition and I'd be five (laughs) steps behind everyone. Oh, there were so many roles that I wanted that were like the villainous roles or like one of the side characters that was that stole the show. Yeah. But there was always a dance number that went Mm. with it. And I could never. How hard is it, though, to watch someone like have you ever taken a Zumba class? How hard is it to watch them and to try to make your body do the same thing or to even understand what they're doing when they're doing like spins or something i am totally it might might as well not even be my body i might as well be doing a marionette when i watch rupaul's drag race there's always you know some of the challenges that they have are like in the period of a few days Uh they have to learn or write a song and then learn full choreo ridiculous and the choreographers that come in always i will watch them and i'm i'm like i don't understand how you can see someone in front of you and and they can do just do these three steps and boom they got it like what i know i I wish i yeah it's not me (laughs) but also everyone is so glad that i'm not because i'm wired in the way if i was good at dancing you'd be like please stop dancing (laughs) A triple threat through the, baby. Through the whole podcast I'd be like you know what I'm talking about <laughs> what is more obnoxious someone who wants to flex their dancing or singing singing 100% yeah definitely 
Definitely. But maybe we say that because we can sing a little. Uh, No, I can't. You know, I can't. I I can't be one of those people who's like, you know, you know, those those people. Yeah, I can't do the the uh, the. But you're a pretty good singer. I feel like you could you could like you could be an obnoxious person. I I could sing all the time if I wanted to. to, And and that makes me cringe so hard. I'm so glad because, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The person that happy birthday, happy. They're doing the harmony. <laughs> oh with everyone. no, no. That's why I. This sounds so just obnoxious, but I, I love going to karaoke to watch people sing. But I will not sing at karaoke because I can sing. I feel like I'm being, like, look at me. Well, in- you see, I think I think you can do it appropriately. You can you can sing an ABBA song or something like that. Right, you know? right, right. Don't go up there and sing Mariah Carey. You <laughs> well, know? that I could not do. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Though you're not going to go up and sing like you know uh, fucking Andre Bocelli yeah. number. Yeah, you're yeah. going to sing. You got to sing ABBA. You got to sing Elton John. Yeah, I'm not going. And then out. I say go for it. You know. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I. I still. I just. I always feel like weird in my own skin mm. doing karaoke and I like watching people kill it at karaoke mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. for myself personally I'm just like I just feel like I'm trying to make a point right now mm. though what I love my favorite type of people are the people who are like super gifted at something and you don't know it and then oh, yeah. you find out true you know what I mean like you go true. to karaoke with someone and you had no idea they could sing and then all of a sudden you're like what is God's name where does this angelic voice come from? But I say if you got it, Fonte, if we go to karaoke. But you, yeah, you have to make the right pick. Okay. Well, you're you giving me right per- permission yeah, to show up <laughs> in full costume <laughs> for Ruth's birthday party. I'm just like, and I, <laughs> So for Ruth's birthday, we're going to have Anna and Elsa there. Because Gray told her that Anna and Elsa would be at her fucking birthday. So now <laughs> I got to shell out 300 bucks to have Anna and Elsa be at her fucking birthday party. Um... You know, Gray's like, we're going to write to Arendelle and they're going to come. And I'm like, <laughs> like yeah, yes. I'm in charge of booking this. <laughs> and you're like, but apparently they show up and they sing. It says that they sing all the songs, which what are we? What are Ember's our parents going to lose her mind? I, it's good. I think. And I looked it up on Yelp. The, these people are good. They're good. Wow. They're performers. And I know because one of my friends used to work there who used to be a professional Disney princess. What an amazing job to have. Like, if you're good at that. She said she didn't like working there, though, because the boss was like a nightmare. I would imagine the parents could be tricky, too, sometimes. <laughs> totally. You know? Giving you too many specifics. Yeah, just just demanding, not grateful for your services. Or I could also imagine there would be some creepy-ass well, dads. That was a big thing. like, the- hey, Anna. And you're like, oh, That was God. a big thing in the contract. There was like no harassment. Yeah. Of the- <laughs> Can you imagine? Of our talent. Oh, Lord. But so I wonder if they're going to bring like a little mic. So anyway, you can just pop in there and be like, I know this one, guys. I'm just like, listen, you all, you're you're really, you're really killing the Frozen soundtrack right now. But if you mind giving me your head mic, I'm going to hit, um, I'm going to hit a nice aerial song. We're going to do, <laughs> I'm going to come back. I'm, this is my generation. Oh, yeah. We're going to do a look at this stuff. Isn't it neat? <laughs> That's actually a good one for also all vocal ranges, I feel like. It's true. You can actually, you can crush that one. <laughs> but you should do show yourself. That's oh, the one you like, right? You'll see. Oh, you're, <laughs> you're at the birthday party. There are tears streaming down your face. You're like, 2022 is the year of adventure. This is a, this is a fact on <clears throat> God. When I tell you anytime Frozen 2 comes on, 
full weeping for me. And that song, Show Yourself, I'm even thinking about it and I have chills just thinking about it. I'm like, that was, and so many people talk shit on Frozen 2 when I'm like, what's wrong with all of you? It was so magical. Do you know what Ruth's favorite is? So dramatic. She goes, and and I had only watched pieces of it and we, we just now watched it. So I hadn't really listened to the Frozen 2 soundtrack. So I didn't know what she was talking about. She goes, she goes, I want to listen to, um, um, <laughs> she goes, uh, I am, I am, I am, uh, I am alone. I am cold. The light has gone out. And that's what she says. She goes, she goes, she goes, I am, uh, what are the, what are the yes, words? What are the I don't know the words? Help me, help me, it's, help me. It's, it's the Anna am, song when she's, am, spoiler alert, <laughs> stuck underground. <laughs> she can't. I am, I am, well, come on, we gotta look up the lyrics. I have to just look up what the, the name of the song yeah, is. Yeah. I would play it for all of you broads right now, but we'll get demonetized. Yeah, Lights have gone. Um, <laughs> the next right thing. Yeah, next that's right what thing. it is. <laughs> so the lyrics of this, you know, it's very, it is so dramatic. Oh my God. I sobbed through this too. <laughs> I've seen dark before, but not like this. <laughs> I don't remember the melody of it though. Yeah, you know you're on the you're on the right track. You're on the right track. I've seen this is cold. Before. Yeah, yeah. This is empty. This is numb. I'm fucking up the melody. The life I never knew. The lights are out. <laughs> yeah, wait, so she goes. So Ruth goes. Can we listen? Can you sing? I am empty. I am cold. The lights are out. I'm like, what song? You're like, what is your father letting you listen? It was to? literally before bed. I'm like, what song? She's like, from Frozen. New Frozen. And I'm like, what's I? I'm empty. I'm cold. The lights have gone out. And I'm like, what is, but she loves that one. It's, I am empty. And she sings, you know. That is like, all oh, you thanks. need to know about your child yeah. right there. She is, that. I mean, the fact that that's her favorite they, they on. They like it, you know. That she likes feeling they those like the deep drama. emotions. I remember when Ember was that age, you know, it's like, oh. Yeah. Now, now that Ember's now in a stage where when a song like that comes on, um, there's an, a song in Encanto, which is Ember's favorite right now. You haven't watched it yet, but I'm oh, excited too. Oh, Lord, it's so good. I'm excited. Um, but it's like a very emotional song. And she she had, she had the show on and she was drawing. And I walk out for a second to go to the bathroom and I come back in and she her eyes are filled with tears. And I'm like, oh my God, how cute. And I go, Ember, what's wrong? And she's like, this song makes me think of my boppy, who's, you know, my grandfather, who she's never met before. And she's drawing all these faces crying everywhere. And I'm like, we need to turn this off for a second and take a breather. <laughs> wow. Yeah. She's, oh my gosh, that just confirms that she is connected to him. She's so connected to him. She literally, anytime she gets emotional, she's like, I'm thinking about my boppy. And she's like drawing these like sad, weeping faces. And I'm like, our teeth. <laughs> She's our teeth. <laughs> reaching deep inside of her. Um, That's so funny, though. Yeah, it's, but... I am empty. I am cold. I like to find out. Deadpan. What in the world? I posted about this on social media the other day. Um, we went a couple weeks ago with Ember. The Evan and I went with her to go see Sing Two. Yeah. Oh yeah. And Gray's, have, Gray wants to see it. Have you seen the first one? Yes. Gray loves it. Great. Right. Okay. The second one, in my opinion, yeah. no. Amazing. Can't even compare. Like, it's so much what? better to me than even the first one. And Evan and I were sitting embers in the middle. And we're like, I didn't ever look at him throughout like half of the movie. And then like halfway through, we both kind of look at each other at the same time. And our eyes are filled with tears. 
Okay, so it was so emotional, <laughs> and the movie is not emotional, but it was so beautiful that you're like, I'm overwhelmed by this right now. Wow. Yeah. Now I got yeah. that's an endorsement if I ever heard one. It's so good. So the other day we were coming back from Sahilita, and we, um, I never thought I would say that we were sitting in Bubba Gump Shrimp Co. in Puerto Vallarta, in the Puerto Vallarta airport, mm. which is I've not, been there before. You know, that's. That's a dark place. Yeah, I've actually had dark thoughts there before. <laughs> I've been low. I've been in a breakup there, and I've just been like, this is... In the Puerto Vallarta airport, Bubba Gump? Bubba Gump, yeah, Bubba Gump. Shut the fuck up, that exact place? The exact place. Wow. The exact place, and it did take me to a, into a dark spiral. Wow. Yeah. It's not right, you know? It's just... This was our choice. This was our choice in the fucking Puerto Vallarta airport. Bubba Gump Shrimp Co., or a 30-person line at Johnny Rockets. Mm-mm. It's a lose-lose. But lose, at least lose. we could sit down inside in a booth in Bubba Gump. Yeah. This is this is the exact predicament I've been in, and I've chosen Bubba Gump. Yes, so that's <laughs> what we chose. But then we're surrounded by screens of of uh, Forrest Gump. And so, of course, I'm like, great. You want to watch Forrest Gump tonight? Which oh, I hadn't watched yeah. in years. We had to split it into two because we've been trying to go to bed early. So last night, we watched the second half of it. Have you watched that since you've had kids? No. Oh, you guys need to. <laughs> Will it take me to? Sobbing. Sobbing multiple times throughout the movie when he meets his son, Forrest, for the first time. I was like. <laughs> and we look at each other and we're both just like. The tears, like when tears are dripping onto your shirt and pants. It is, it's wild when you rewatch movies when different things in your life have mm-hmm. occurred. Like when, if you've had loss, like if you've, you know, uh, fallen in love, had children, and then all of a sudden you rewatch some of these movies from when you were younger and you're like, oh, that's why my mom was bawling watching that. <laughs> like, I, you know, you'd be like, oh my God, why are you crying? And you're like, okay, this all makes sense now. Uh-huh. Oh, man. That shit hits different. I think I'm going to go on a kick of watching a bunch of like 90s movies. Oh, yeah. I think I'm going to do it. Another good one, Steel Magnolias. Rewatched that one recently. Oh, man. That's a good one. That's a tearjerker. I love movies like that that'll just make you cry. Me too. I love a good cry in a movie. And I've been incapable of not bawling in all movies lately. When was the last time you watched The Truman Show? It's been a minute. You should watch that. I feel like that's a good theme for like this year for you. Yeah, no, that's true. Breaking out. And I do love Jim Carrey. I love when Jim Carrey decided to, you know, take on a uh, a serious role in The Majestic when everyone gave him shit. I still was I like... I never saw that. It, I thought it was a great movie. Everyone was just like, oh my God. It's like when Will Ferrell, you know, did it like a serious movie. Everyone is like, you're going to do a serious movie? I'm like, yes, because these people are incredible actors. Yeah. Wait, I mean, Jim Carrey was in something fairly recently where like in the last several years where it was really serious, right? Or some I, kind of role. I'm sure. The When he did The Majestic, it was like in the heat of his career and it was a shock for people because uh-huh. it was not a funny role at all. Uh-huh. It was like sweet and serious and emotional huh. and he's fantastic. Yeah. He's so good. Or like Steve Carell, did you ever see Dan in real life? Like so, which don't actually is still a comedy, but you know Don't even get me started on flavor. Daddy Steve. Oh man. He's Daddy one of the Steve ones is king. if I if I could marry, it would be it would be Steve Carell. Carell. Now I have to tell you I've been thinking lately. I was yeah. going to start the podcast off with this. Yeah. 
let's take a quick pause. Yeah. But when I tell you in recent days, I can't stop thinking like on a moment to moment basis, like a like I am a love struck 10 year old about Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> what? OK. T- OK, let's read these ads and let's get into it because I have so many fucking what? I can't help it. In fact, right now my heart is pounding <laughs> thinking about Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> oh <laughs> One my second. God. Okay, okay, okay. What? Yeah, I'm Simon okay, so okay. deep. Broads, if you struggle with anxiety, if your heart is pounding like mine is right now, uh, <laughs> stress, sleeplessness, thinking about Jason, uh, or chronic pain, you've probably got a lot of uh, lists that are miles long of remedies you've tried, products you've purchased, or theories that you have about how to alleviate whatever you're dealing with. But right now, right here, I am telling you that something that has helped me so, so much with all the above things is Feels Premium CBD. Feels is the premium CBD. I just took it last night before I went to bed. Helps you feel your best while also keeping your head clear. It's a totally natural way to help reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. And all you have to do is place a few drops of Feels CBD under your tongue. Within minutes, you're going to start to feel the difference. And now if you want a discreet way to feel better on the go, you can pop um, on one of the Feels new CBD, oh, pop in one of the Feels new CBD infused mints i love them i like them too great i like keeping them in my purse because you can carry them everywhere Mm -hmm. you can take one whenever you start to feel anxious without drawing any attention and and making your anxiety worse it's a total game changer and make friends the people flock when you got the feels mints (laughs) people like mints what about mints with cbd in them quality cbd Mm -hmm. okay um, and if you have been unsure about CBD or not sure how exactly to get started, let me just tell you the key is in finding the correct dose for you. And that's why Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience and help you find the perfect dose. And once you see how much you love your Feels, and trust me, you will, make sure you join the Feels monthly membership to get your CBD delivered right to your door each month. Start feeling better with Feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash chatty. You'll get up to 40% off your first free month, three months with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash chatty. To become a member, you're going to get 40% automatically taken off your first three months with free shipping. That's feels with an A dot com slash chatty. Broads, when the holidays are over and I often find that uh, amongst the hustle and bustle of family time and celebrations and festive activities, my self-care routine uh, can take a back seat. If you can relate, then join us in investing in ourselves in 2022 with Osea. Osea has been making products that are clean, vegan, and safe for your skin and the planet for over 25 years. When it comes to self-care, it's safe to say Osea knows what they're talking about. And let me tell you, I have been a huge fan of OCF for forever. I'm so excited to have okay, them. Okay. I had podcast. never used them before. And then we got sent it for the podcast. And I was like, what is this? It's incredible. Okay. The serums are amazing. The moisturizers, the body treatments. I love the body oil oh, that they sent. It's so good. I love it. It's been a celebrity favorite for years, apparently, after trying it for myself. Uh, since I am a celebrity, I can also <laughs> say that it is one of my favorite products. Um, anyway, after showering, just put the oil on you. Oh, my gosh. Your skin will feel softer, look healthier. It's going to be even more glowing than it ever has been before. It is a must-have product for me now. Uh, yeah. I love it. It's so good. All their products are unbelievable. But that body oil, listen, I was a little bit skeptical when I heard body oil because in the past I had been... Not a fan of, you know, feeling oily or greasy products on my skin, especially after a nice clean shower. 
But Osea's body oil is not greasy or sticky at all. It absorbs perfectly into the skin and leaves me feeling so soft and luxurious. Um, It's my favorite. It's been my favorite for a while. And like I said, I use like all Osea products. The aesthetics of the bottles too are like, it's so nice and beautiful. They're an incredible company and their products are unreal. I'm obsessed with them. Yeah. And I have a friend of a friend who's friends with the owner and apparently they're great people they're too, amazing so. yeah they're amazing anyway we love new year new you start fresh with clean vegan skincare and body care from our friends at osea get 10 percent off your entire first order with promo code chatty at oseamalibu.com you'll get free samples with every order and orders over 50 bucks get free shipping so now's the time to make small changes that can have a big impact on your day-to-day head to osea malibu.com to find your new routine don't forget to use code chatty osea yeah they're all their bottles too look like sea glass and they know. look so pretty on they your look, shelves mm. i really like them anyway mm. um so it's jason sedacious <laughs> why becca i don't know you know wait, wait, wait what spurned this well so spurned, i spurred spurred spurred, spurred on spurned spurred anyway I've always loved Jason Sudeikis and he's always given me feelings. But you know when you're um you know when you're like a preteen and you see a movie and you can't did you ever have this where like there was a specific character oh, or oh. actor and like and your body like is like I am I am in a relationship okay, with this okay, person? Okay. Yes, so I actually it's visceral. Actually not as like a teenager in college. I had an ex an ups, a, a, and it and it used to last that long. At least for me, it's like a few months, yeah, maybe. Sure, 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 sure. But I know what you're talking about where it actually pains you sometimes to watch them because that you it, can't be with them yes, in real yes, life. Yes, you ache for them. So I had that. I had that in college with Charlie Hunnam, and I used oh. to watch Sons of Anarchy, even though I don't like that show. And I would watch that show. And I would like see the sex scenes with him in them and it would like hurt me because I wanted to be with him so badly. And there's like this part of you that's like, I am with this part. Like there is, you think about them all the time. (laughs) I've been feeling that way with Jason Sudeikis. (laughs) So I started, I started finally watching Ted Lasso, which... I know. See, that's the thing. Then you, you get a little obsession and you kind of have to start. Yeah. So I'm, I'm I'll like, tell you in a minute who mine is now. Oh, I'm excited. Yeah. So I start. Yeah, I started watching Ted Lasso, which everyone is, you know, obviously I'm old. I'm not new to this. Either, everyone, so to, you know, yeah. it wins every award. And it's just like this really positive feel good show. Yeah. And in it, he plays this, you know, this guy and he's like, it's not my type of he's wonderful and lovely uh-huh. in it. So it wasn't that it's that it's Ted Lasso I'm uh-huh. in love with. I then was like, oh my God, I forgot how much I was like obsessed with Jason Sudeikis from when he was on Saturday Night Live, uh-huh. uh, you know, years and years ago. And then I used to watch all his movies and I was like, oh my God, he's so hot and he's funny and he's got like this big like daddy energy. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so then I was started to relentlessly watch interviews and I, I couldn't stop. And like I, I like go to bed praying I will dream of, of Jason Sudeikis at night that we're like in a relationship. Like I'm trying to get myself to lucid dream about Jason Sudeikis. And then you know, I was just watching him too. Like go do these interviews or the uh, accept awards. And, like when him and Olivia were like in the midst uh-huh. of their divorce, it's like they seem like they have this beautiful. Uh, uh, 
relationship where they care about each other still and are there for their children. And then he recently did Saturday Night Live. And this sent me over the edge. <laughs> his his intro, like his monologue uh-huh. was funny. And then at the end, out of nowhere, it was like inspirational, which I've never really seen a mon- like with a monologue on SNL. And then at the end... After they're done with the show, when the when the uh, the guest host is always like, "Thank you uh, to," and he says, you know, the name of the the artist and whoever else was on the show. He literally paused and he was like, um, he like said what he needed to say, and he's like, "We're here for each other. We're together." Da 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 da. And then he like asked if the artist had anything that they wanted to say, and he just seems wonderful, <laughs> and I'm in love with him, and I can't stop thinking about him. Yeah. So I saw that he's dating someone now. Search that relentlessly was a little heartbroken about it, but it's okay. I got kind of like, I got, I, I, I convinced myself for a hot minute that I was going to date Jim Carrey after watching, um, what's the documentary? The documentary where he talks about playing the character in the movie of yes. the late comedian. Yes, yes, I can't think yes, of anyone's yes. name. I never can. But it's such a fabulous documentary. It's an unbelievable documentary. And like him kind of lo- talking about like his manifesting shit and just like the way he makes things happen. And I was like, I'm going to date him. I completely get I completely get that. Yeah. That's a similar, that's like, it's a similar Jason Statham. I will be with him. Like, I will be with him. And now I'm like, no, I won't be with him. But um, I get, obs- sometimes I get like obsessions too. Like, I did have a brief period of being obsessed with Elvis mm-hmm. and I would watch his old movies and watch his old performances and I was just like totally enamored with him. I had my Charlie Hunnam, Hunnam crush. I've been obsessed for a long time and still can't help myself. Sometimes it's sometimes it's more of an obsession with like an like an artist. Yes, yes. And everything they do just kind of intrigues you and just mm-hmm. kind of I I've felt that way for Kanye West for years and years. Everything he does, I just like he oh there was like a head the headlines are just I just I I couldn't he has a headline where he's like uh Kim is still my wife and like it is just respectful to God to see her with um Pete Davidson and or but it was even better worded than that. It was I'm just wild. Like, I'm just like the oh my God. And I just can't help but just be like, wow, this is you're you're so interesting. But who I'm in love with right now, who is my Okay, I thought it was Jim Carrey for a second. Okay. No, no, tell, no. Tell that me. was very brief. That was that okay. was brief. My ongoing one and has been for actually probably like a year now but just recently got reignited was i am very enamored and sexually attracted to oscar isaac i mean that's nothing oh. that's nothing new for anyone but i am no like, i and he's I such understand. a fucking good actor that when you watch him play a character you believe that you're like this is a person that exists yes i watched yes. scenes from a marriage recently <laughs> I mean, what a doozy that is. But he is so like you you believe that that's really him. Yes, yes, yes. Every single time. Like, I'm just like, this is who he is. Yes. And you could see him play a character where he's a sweet ex Hasidic Jew and a really sweet dad and sensitive to his partner. And then I believe that's him. And then I also believe that he's this asshole billionaire tech guy from Ex Machina. And you love him in all his forms. Yes. Yes. 
Oh, and I love all the characters that he plays too. That's another thing. I don't think I've seen him in a role where I didn't like the character in some way or wasn't attracted mm-hmm. to the character. Wow. I it's funny because there is there is a large difference between the feeling of like, oh, that actor's like so hot and being like, no, I think of him. I long for I them. long for him. Like it hurts, it hurts me physically to think about the fact that Jason Sudeikis and I will never will never be together. Yeah. Like I'll never be getting a cappuccino in the morning with Jason. That is a strange, strange thing. Yeah. What is that? Like, I don't know. It's weird. And like in my (laughs) this is this is this is my desperate mind trying to figure out a way to make it like that we're together. That I'm like, maybe we have these certain longings for people because like something about our chemistry would connect okay i was i was actually just going to say that though i was like what if you actually are picking up on like an energy that you actually would is that pure delusion i don't i don't know (laughs) i don't think so i feel like maybe there is like because again like i said there's a difference between like oh they're so hot and i have like this crush versus like no i long for you but this is what's okay so you i actually haven't watched interviews and stuff with oscar isaac you actually have watched jason sudeikis be himself Mm -hmm. albeit being doing a public performance if you will yeah but that's a little different because then you are i i've only watched oscar isaac playing characters that he is not i don't i have no idea who he is but still i mean there is essences about people i I just i wonder i'm like i wonder if there's this this chemistry in our bodies where you're like oh it just would connect sometimes we'll get messages where someone's like i know we would well maybe they're right that's what i'm saying i know we would be like best friends in real life that's the thing. Maybe they're right. Maybe they're right. Maybe yeah. we would meet and it would be like, wow, we have this incredible like bond immediately. Because sometimes it is like that meeting people. I remember, and this is maybe why my brain thinks this way. I remember I, for quite for many years, watched this one specific comedian uh-huh. who I thought was fantastic and cute. And I kind of had that feeling with them, right? Where I was like, I would watch and I'd be like, it wasn't to the Jason level. Right. <laughs> but I was like, man, there's something about this person that like captivates me and like makes yeah. me feel certain ways. Well, I met this person in real life. And when I tell you immediately... There was like, and not in a way where it was like scandalish, like in a way that there was just like compatibility connection where it was immediately like we were both like, and like just zoned in fully like we, we got each other. Well, I do kind of believe that because I mean, you'll, I I mean, I've had it had happened plenty of times as a younger person, like being on the dating market and like um, seeing someone on social media. Right. Mm -hmm. And being like that same thing. Like, I really feel compelled towards this person. Uh And then you meet him in person. And yeah, I mean, I I do believe in whatever form we appear, whether we are acting or performing, whatever, we are releasing like our essence into the world. Right. Like, and that's something that's kind of like cosmic and mysterious that I do believe one could pick up on a a potential connection so I, what i'm saying is i think you Do and you think jason I'm, have a shot <laughs> i feel like we would really get each other is oscar dating anyone right now i don't know i haven't checked <sighs> he's so fucking sexy he is so sexy <sighs> i know evan has uh, had that for years with kira knightley oh that's interesting because i 
have thoughts about her. Are you not a fan? Hate her. Evan is and was and always will be absolutely captivated by her, which is so funny too because it's not his typical type. Yeah. And he was just like, he, that That was his person where he was like, I think of her often. I cannot stand the way th- to her acting. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. I can't stand it. I'm not like a huge fan. She, she, <laughs> there's this comedian on Instagram. Oh, she's fantastic. Uh, Caitlin Riley. Ca- Caitlin Riley. She's unbelievable. And her imitation of... of Kira Knightley is so spot on. Like he, there's this. Oh my god, this is just it's funny. Okay, here's she's just like (laughs) his face, and she's like, "Dying, (laughs) you." (laughs) I don't know what that is. What that's about? The planet is in danger. I can't do it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Oh, and Oscar Isaac actually in the beginning of his career played uh, Joseph in the Jesus story. Oh really? Was that in the nativity? Yes. I remember. He worked his way up. Apparently, he's difficult to work with, though. That's what Gray's dad said. Well, that means... He's married. He's married. Yeah, but you know what's cool? You know what's cool? Now I remember Googling this when I was watching scenes from a marriage. He had this, like, sexy moment on the the red carpet with Jessica Chastain. Oh, I saw that. Where he like kissed her, her like shoulders. Inner arm. No, it was like her inner arm, Ugh. like kind of by her armpit. And it was like this very playful, flirty thing. And I guess his wife is like a big director and is like very successful. And she was like just standing on the side being like, mm-hmm, you know, like just kind of chuckling to herself. I love that it's like they know it's going to get headlines. And so they're doing that to bait us so that we will watch that movie. For real. And I'm sure a ton of people tur- tuned into the movie who wouldn't have because they're like, what, what is this is chemistry happening? On? You know what's funny though? Look at and, and see, I love a man like this. He wants a woman who is successful, who yes, supports him in his shit, who yes, has her he own does. thing going on. He's not like Leonardo DiCaprio that has to start dating girls when they're fucking 18 years old. When he's in his 50s. It's really ruined it for me. I, Have I, I talked about this in the podcast No, I'm, okay. I, am, I, am, I am such a fan of Leo DiCaprio's, <clears throat> his work <throat> and him as a actor. Um, but this whole thing, like, I mean, it's been happening for forever. Why does nobody talk about it? It's, it's absurd. Maybe people do talk about it. Every time a girlfriend of his gets to 25, he will dump her. And we'll start dating like another 23-year-old. I mean, and I think his current girlfriend, literally, they met when she was like 17, 18, or 19. And now she's 23. Here's the thing we talked about. Remember when we were, when we were talking on The Bachelor? She's going to be Paradise. sweating. She's getting closer to that 25th age. <laughs> Her time is coming to, a, to, a, to an end. Oh remember when God. we were talking about this with Joe and Serena and we were saying yes. the age gap thing? Yes, And I think something I said was like, when it's a pattern, to me, that's where I go, eh. Look at Leonardo DiCaprio. Hmm. What what does a 50-something-year-old man like that want with a, tw- a young 20-something-year-old over and over and over again? To have a sense of power over them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is disgusting. <laughs> I was, I'm horrified by it. And it's like, no one really, I mean, because it's all legal. So. Sure. But it's like, now But now that I, I know that, now when I watch his movies, it's all I can think about. Like, it's the only thing I think about. Did you, did you see Don't Look Up? I didn't. I would recommend it. It's a fantastic movie. And when I tell you. I, heard, I really, I've heard really mixed things. Yeah. I'll say this. There were definitely, like, 
there were some things about it as a viewer that I'm like, I would have changed this and changed yeah. that. But the premise of the movie right. I thought was fantastic. And more than anything, I couldn't stop thinking about it for days mm. afterwards. I was like, what would I do in this situation? Right. Um, but the whole time that he's in this movie, I was like, I can't. He's playing a certain type of character. And I'm like, I just I can't even picture it anymore. I can't picture you being kind of nerdy science innocent guy. I'm like, I just can't even I can't even think about that. Well, he has this reputation, too, in just L.A. in general, not even Hollywood of of like just dating, like going on dates with mm -hmm. girls that are 18 to 25. I once ran into him at a hotel in Beverly Hills, and it was not a great experience. Not that he was not... Like, we he pushed me down <laughs> the stairs. We didn't interact <laughs> at all. But it, it was... there not was flattering. No, there, it, was, there was an... Ad, it was agitated. It was red. It was <laughs> a lot. Not appealing. No. And no. I had a friend who, yeah, she was, you know, young and beautiful, and we were recently living in LA and it was just like oh well you know I'm going on a date with Leo and then my friend is going on a date with Leo and I'm like bro these are 20 year olds 20 year olds what do you oh my god I know it makes me sick <laughs> it makes me sick but yeah, I just I just shit. it's just shocking to me that this it's now known you know, for however and, long it's been going on. I mean, I think it's on. just because it's legal. It's consensual, yeah, yeah. you know? But it's obviously, if someone is continually dating someone half their age, they're interested in a certain type of power dynamic in their relationships. Mm -hmm. I would also just venture to say that emotional maturity probably isn't through the roof. Of his? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... Yeah. Who knows? I mean, I think when you're when you're that famous, too, you can... You have to be very intentional about not surrounding yourself with only yes men, you know? I think it's very easy to slip into that where suddenly your your best friends are your hired friends mm -hmm. and they're just, yeah, oh, yeah, Leo, you're hilarious. You're funny. You're right about everything and you're smart and it's you're so perfect. True. It's so true. I was actually curious. Something I wanted to ask you was, um, did you ever have situations where when you were a stylist where you were um kind of like bullied around mm -hmm. because you were young or not very experienced and and i wondered if you had any particular anecdotes oh, from that constantly yeah i bet constantly it, it, it's, it, it's, it, it, it was it was rough it's kind of crazy how people will just pick on and abuse and take advantage of someone that they feel like has nothing to offer them important. What nothing was the most them. interesting thing to me is that by a mile, the people who were the rudest and pushy and ungrateful and all the things were always the least famous of the people I worked right. with. I was going to say, and I wonder, I was wondering if that happened not with actual celebrities, but with also parts of their team around them treating you that, like shit. That's the thing. So, yeah. so in general, for the most part, every celebrity I worked with was really nice to me. Like, I didn't have... It was either... I'll say this. They were either really nice, like, and engaging... Or they kind of were, they were doing a million things. They're ignorant of your presence altogether. Right, so they're looking You're down at their person. phone, they're doing it, and they're like, oh, hey, thank you so much, thank you right. so much, whatever. 
it's the teams. The teams could be brutal. Because I was, like I said, I was younger, you know, and and especially when I was newer to the game or when I was like assisting styling, that was the worst. And being an assistant stylist, it was like you were treated like absolute garbage because you weren't the stylist. How did you get into that? So I started working after college. Um, I got a degree in communications and yeah. then I started working at a fashion PR firm in Los Angeles. And um, you've told this before I forgot. I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast, I, but the, it was a wardrobe. But they had a uh, a room where wardrobe stylists would come constantly, uh-huh. and um, I just kind of started engaging with some of those people, and then I started to work with one of the wardrobe stylists uh-huh. that would come in and out on a frequent basis, and then uh, from there I started like I never owned my own company. Well, later I started to just freelance for myself a little bit, but I was working then for a bigger stylist but then i started to have all my own projects Uh but for a while i was just the assistant and that was (sighs) rough as any assistant job is you know when you have someone who's just like you know doesn't just can't even wrap their brain around the fact that you actually are a human being (laughs) you're like you can't talk to me that way but no it was the people it was the people that were working for the celebrity um, that could be really, really rough. And they would, it was, it was always like, it wasn't ever a specific um, employment situation. Like it wasn't like, oh, it's always the manager or it's always, you know, whatever. It was different people on set who were the yes man following the celebrity around whatever they were doing and basically hopping onto any party just name dropping yeah. like crazy yeah. and they fancied themselves to be a celebrity because they uh-huh. were by, connected by somehow by proxy and then would treat us like garbage <laughs> yeah it was bad and then the only quote-unquote celebrities that i ever had that were that were really difficult were the people who were like d-list uh-huh. you know where it was uh-huh. like some sort of small thing here and there a reality thing and they were like rough well, in fact notoriously in our wardrobe room the people who would come in and out so often it was stylists but sometimes it was like the celebrities right. themselves notorious celebrities notorious bachelor people for being the worst oh i'm sure Mm -hmm. i never really engaged with a lot of the the bachelor contestants and at the time i wasn't watching the show so i wouldn't have remembered who they were anyways but that it was literally like in the stylist room i was like oh god a bachelor contestant is coming in and it was like they're gonna be a nightmare does he just get all entitled (laughs) you know it's so funny too because i've gone to some different just like appearances or things on like shows this or that and um, there's there was one time in particular where I remember I don't remember if I've talked about this in the podcast, but I've talked about it on other podcasts where I was probably there was like four other like little like people who were coming on. It was like a talk thing, and I was probably the most famous there. Sure, technically, if we're looking at followers, if we're looking at like actual stuff you've sure, been on, sure, sure. But I, I, I just came by myself, drove in my Camry, you know, I'm like, oh, man, fuck, I'm trying to get home soon because, you know, I got to like, we got the get kids. my, yeah, yeah. 
from my mother-in-law, whatever. These people, some of these women, they've got their makeup artist, their manager, their assistant there, you know, and I'm definitely the youngest too. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just kind of sitting there just feeling out of place. You know, they're like, uh, you know, whatever. (laughs) And I remember. It's like trigger. Like I'm like thinking back and I'm like, oh my God. The mic guy is micing them all up and asks me if I could go out of the room. (laughs) He's like, hey, can you get up? I'm actually trying to mic everyone. He's like, shoo, shoo. Yeah, he's like, like, we're um, we're using these chairs for micing. What did you say? And I go, oh, I'm on the show. I'm like hosting with them. And And then then did it get awkward or he was like, oh, okay. Yeah, he was just like, oh, I'm sorry, whatever. But I was just like, yeah, no, I'm one of the guests. Actually, oh my gosh. He thought I was like some assistant or something. Because you don't have like 17 people like fussing around you. Exactly. And I'm like, what the fuck are you all doing? You have to have these people on salary. You're burning through cash. What are you doing? Th- this is my thing always. Like, here's the deal. If you can afford a glam squad, God bless. You know, they do incredible work. But there are definitely types of celebrities I'll say celebrities in quote quotation marks, but uh, who just like the feeling of there being like a buzz around a buzz. So there's this feeling of power. I'm like, meanwhile, you got the valet on the clock. You got your assistant here. What what are all these people doing? Oh, when I would see sometimes (laughs) the cost at the end of something that we would do, (laughs) the the chauffeur. I mean, (laughs) I like the cost at the end would be astronomical and i'm like how are you making any money off this and so often like the smaller celebrities we'd be doing photo shoots or whatever and i'm like you're not making anything because you're you you have 20 people on set right now and half of us don't need to be here like when i was an assistant wardrobe stylist i was like i didn't have to be here for this shoot Mm -hmm. it was unnecessary well i know there's like a number of bachelor people there is you know they'll rent like eight or nine thousand dollar a month houses but they're renting and I'm just like, what? What are you doing? You know, mm-hmm. you got you got to save. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it's like people want to have the the feeling of the of the the lavish life, which I get. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm it's, it's which is why I'm going to be hiring a chauffeur to drop me <laughs> off at, at, at recording. Every Becca week will now. no longer be driving. But no, I I couldn't believe sometimes the extravagant. You know, but again, it was so it was so funny because the people who I would work with who were like proper celebrities did not show up with 12 people. Right. They show would show up alone. Right. Every once in a while, they would have like an manager, agent with yeah. them or a mm-hmm. manager or whoever they were like in the middle of, you know, discussing whatever with. Right. Which there would actually there definitely were some scenarios where I'm like, damn, it would have been nice to have a manager or someone there yes. looking out for me yes, in a thousand professional percent. situations. But. but I was always so shocked when they would show up and it uh-huh. would be kind of like, they'd just be like, A-OK for to do whatever. Yeah, well, yeah, I, whatever I look you want to do have, on me. You don't have anything to prove to anyone, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to flex on anyone. And also, I think that there's something valuable about being, I, I don't want to ever be an unapproachable person, mm-hmm. right? Oh, I do. <laughs> You know, Jess, I want to give her out in public those with her Gucci shades, gigantic like, sunglasses. And by the way, I'm going to say this right now: uh-huh. when if anyone sees me in the future, um, I will be continuing. Like ten years from now, I will be continuing to wear a mask out with sunglasses. I live for the look of giant sunglasses and a mask and having my face completely covered. I like that too. I I sometimes I can get a little. Um, 
you know, cave dwellery <laughs> and I like I have to go out to run an errand, right. but like I also like don't I'm not ready to engage with the world. And I like to sometimes hide behind my mask and my sunglasses. It doesn't require any makeup when you have a mask on. Oh, too. that's a whole different. I mean, right? my goodness. You put on some false lashes and you are glam queen. And I'm no glam queen. Idea. I I truly the the anytime I go out and I run into a broad, I am always looking like a garbage can. Hag, like, like, like straight up, <laughs> never, never, n- always no makeup. Hair is absolutely out of control, a mess. I am in sweats covered in stains, like running around at Target. And I'm like, why now always? But now with the mask, it's better because before it would be like, they'd be like, they'd see me and they'd be like, is that you? Just, oh, <laughs> no, that's not you, right, Jess? <laughs> Jess? Oh. J- Jess? I'll Jess? be writing about Jess? this on Reddit later. <laughs> I can't wait to, <laughs> to snap a photo of this person who nobody knows. Um, broads. <laughs> Quick pause. Uh, Listen, I am all for New Year's resolutions and goals, obviously, as we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. But one mountain that I'm prepared to die on is that your mental health should be a priority, not a goal. But look, I get it. There are about 60 other things a day that probably get put ahead of your mental health. And maybe that is partly because putting yourself first isn't uh, easy to fit into your schedule or you don't know how to get started. With Talkspace, making your mental health a priority is a lot easier. If you've thought about starting therapy for a while, this is the sign to just do it. For a really long time, I was just resistant to the idea of therapy because, honestly, I would get overwhelmed being like, how am I going to find a therapist? Mm -hmm. But with Talkspace, you can get matched with your licensed therapist like instantly. It's easy. You can connect with your computer or phone. So um, you can have a therapist close by when you need it most. And Talkspace has thousands of therapists across dozens of specialties. And no matter what you're going through, your perfect therapist match is waiting on Talkspace. And the schedule flexibility is usually way better than someone you might be seeing in person. Yes, that's the thing for me. I always put off therapy because I just couldn't find the time to set aside each week for an office visit. But with Talkspace, it's therapy on your schedule. Once you match with your therapist, you will be able to send messages 24-7 as things come up instead of waiting uh, for your once-a-week appointment and get replies back throughout the day and schedule video chats, whatever is convenient for you. Make your mental health more than just another New Year's resolution with Talkspace. Visit Talkspace.com and get $100 off your first month when you use promo code CHATTY at sign up. That's $100 off at Talkspace.com promo code CHATTY. Okay, so not to brag, but broads, I've really been killing it in the kitchen the past two weeks. I've been doing it like we're talking restaurant quality dinners that are healthy, made with fresh ingredients and freaking delicious. And no, this does not take me hours each night. And no, I don't spend hundreds of dollars in groceries or hyper specific items that are only good for one recipe. I do have a secret weapon, though. I'm getting a lot of help, and I mean a lot of help, from <laughs> Green Chef. Oh my gosh, I love Green Chef. If you're looking for fresh, healthy, easy-to-prepare meals in 2022, let Green Chef be your go-to. They make eating well super easy with plans to fit into every lifestyle, whether you're keto, keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, gluten-free, or if you're just looking to eat more delicious homemade meals this year, Green Chef has got you covered. Each week, you can choose from over 35 recipe options featuring clean seasonal ingredients. And once you've made your selections, Green Chef will send you pre-portioned, partially prepared ingredients right to your door 
All you have to do is follow the simple recipe and in less time than it would take for you to shop for the ingredients, you're going to have a delicious meal on the table. Uh, I always found that one of the hardest parts of cooking was actually finding recipes that I wanted to make. So I love that Green Chef takes care of that part for you. Browsing the menu items each week is almost a family activity at this point. My daughter Ember loves to join in and pick out some of the dishes that look good to her. It's so fun. Um, and then when they arrive, we make them together. It's such a fun way to spend time together and the end result is delicious. Is a delicious delicious meal. So that makes the whole thing even better. And it's so fun that she's able to help me do it because of all the pre-portioned oh, ingredients. Oh, yeah. Go to greenchef.com slash chatty10 and use code chatty10 to get 10 free meals, including free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash chatty10 and use code chatty10 for 10 free meals and free shipping. Okay. I wanted to ask you about something because I know that you wanted to bring up a conversation that the bros were having oh, on yeah. the okay, podcast. Wait. One more thing about getting bullied. Yes. The reason I was thinking about it is I was just reflecting on it. And we will talk about this before the before the end of the podcast. Don't worry, Jess. I also have something to tell you. Ooh, I can't wait. To tell I can't wait. Yeah. Um, uh, da, 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 da. No, it's just interesting because I feel like sometimes people, when they are miserable with themselves, they will take any opportunity to kind of like bully or talk down to or belittle like anyone that, that crosses their path. They Correct. have an opportunity to. And Correct. I think they look forward to it. Correct. And I think that you can smell that energy on someone from a mile away. <laughs> Dude, I remember. Uh, oh, dear God. When I was a nanny um, doing the whole pickup line thing. I didn't know the, the how the pickup line thing went. Oh, Lord. Pickup line thing is a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a full drama. Oh, it's full drama. Uh-huh. And I and I think some people just come dressed for the pickup line. You know, they haven't been doing shit all morning, just sitting on their phone drinking their coffee or whatever. And they're like, oh, and then they glam up for the pickup line. I'm just like, where were you? Because I will tell you what, this outfit is not a meeting outfit. This is a full blown. <sighs> this is a red carpet ready. Oh, this is a look. This is like in vogue. Uh, you got a blowout for the pickup line? Oh. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Probably right um, yeah, literally. <laughs> So uh, at the school where I would pick them up, it was like a residential street that you would have to line up on. So what I didn't realize is that sometimes cars would park like on the side of the street, but that was like the informal line. Uh-huh. And and there was also like a gap where there's, you know, another street. Anyway, so I didn't realize that there were cars parked on the side of the road that were technically still part of the line that were on the second street over past the stop sign. You yeah. know, it's like, this, this isn't even a line at this point. What the fuck is this? <laughs> this isn't a line. No, this isn't a line. This is like some sort of pre-agreed upon pecking order. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys coordinated in the Google Docs and was like, you know, like, and I'm going to park under the oak tree uh -huh. on Hedgerow Drive. And you're going to, you know, like, I didn't get the memo. The PTA meetings. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I'm not a part of them. So I... I'm just driving on the street, see the stop sign, then see the pickup line. So I naturally get behind the last car, not knowing apparently that the car that the cars parked on the God road on the first part behind, <laughs> behind me are part of the line. Yeah. So then those cars start up and you know drive behind the line, and this woman behind me is living. She's going like this in the in the in the thing, like turn around. Like turn around, go to the back of the like in her in in the uh -huh. rear view mirror. I could see her. She's like, get in the back of the line. Like turn around, and I'm just like, and I just do like a shrug and hands up because I'm like, no, no, 
I didn't realize that was going on. No. This is not something you didn't sign up for this spot. No. No. Yes, I get you were probably sitting there on your Kindle for 30 minutes before, whatever, but who the fuck cares? No, it's just everybody needs to calm down. Who cares? But there is definitely, there is a pecking order. Of and of course, line. I'm in my Camry with the bumper falling off. Not much has changed in the past seven years. And this bitch gets out of her fucking car and comes to my window. <gasps> oh, no. Not comes the to approach. my window. Not the physical approach. And I literally like, I'm not rolling my window. I'm like, hi. And she's literally like, roll your window down. And you're like, no, thank you. <laughs> so I like roll my window down probably like two inches, you know, like. <laughs> and I don't even remember what she said, but she was just because like, we are in line mm-hmm. and like, this is how it goes. You know, and just talking to me like so demeaning, like I'm a fucking idiot or something. And I don't remember what I did. I, I think what I did was just like, oh, sorry. I didn't realize like, you know. But I'm not going, I don't, I don't think, I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure I did not. She wanted me, she was so mad that I was going to pick up my nanny kids before, though, two minutes before she was going to, no, 20 seconds before she was going to pick up hers and wanted me to go to the back of the line. I don't think I did. I don't remember. <sighs> but then get this, get this. So um, then I tell my nanny kid in the car because he's like he was like eight or something and i'm like yeah oh my gosh this lady like and he goes oh yeah is that um, mrs such and such no he was like oh yeah oh yeah whatever the kid's name was no little bobby like oh bobby yeah um bobby got suspended because he like hit he had a cast on his arm and like hit someone's arm on the table like with his cast and really hurt them and like got sus- got suspended from school oh and i'm gosh. like oh so this is a family that has issues listen anyway be careful how you morning for some reason you speak to other people in front of your children you can see it all over the kids yes no seriously how you speak to everyone like you see that in ember's class i've been figuring all that stuff out where you're like oh lord okay but no the pickup line is such a thing and and everyone gets in full glam and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry that you're taking it out on me because your husband's cheating on you <laughs> with your nanny. I know that's a sore spot for you. You're like, I know I'm a trigger. <laughs> but, this <laughs> but this isn't personal, but honey. I, I just didn't know what I was doing, and I'm really sorry. I won't do it again. I won't okay, do it Trish. again. I have learned my lesson. I have learned my lesson. Wait, what did you have to tell me, though? Oh, well. I... <clears throat> Yesterday, uh-huh. I uh-huh. accidentally texted my ex-boyfriend. What? It was the most embarrassing. And this is this is an ex. <laughs> this is an ex who um it didn't things did not end well. Uh the last time we talked, it was not great. <laughs> like it was it was riddled with drama. Like the ending, it was a big, like dramatic end. And then I had to keep seeing this person um, because of life circumstances. And every time I would see them, it was this whole drama. And then I confronted them about having photos of me that I was like, I need you to delete those old photos. I mean, there was it, there was a oh whole... Oh, my God. There was a lot, and it was complicated. And then this person went around and told a lot of people, like, not true things about me and, like, who I was and what I did. And it was, it was complicated. We both were shitty to each other, I think. 
um, haven't talked to this person in years. Yeah. Still have his number, though. Yeah. So um, the company that I work with um, to do ads on Instagram, Mm -hmm. you're always working with like lots of different people, right? And so they'll always be like, oh, there's a random person that you're texting here. And like, you don't know them. A random Ryan, a random, you don't even know what their face looks like. No, and you you don't know them, but like you're texting that person to send them content for whatever. Well, I had worked. Oh my God. (laughs) I love where this is heading. (laughs) I'm gonna <laughs> die. I'm gonna die right now. This is so funny. Oh, oh my god! First of all, what was the ad for? Open fit. I was working. Out. That couldn't be better. That could not be better. The only thing that could be better if it was like a sex toy or lube company. But no, I think actually no, no, no. That's not even open fit. Is the most embarrassing. Because you're working out in it. <laughs> the, the, the clip is of me with <laughs> the music I've dubbed over doing like squats. And just like thumbs up at the camera. <laughs> just pure vulnerability. Oh, oh my God. That's so funny. So, so, I, so how it happens is I text. <laughs> I texted the person oh who works for the ad God. agency a couple times, but I hadn't put his... Yeah, number you in my phone thought you had yes so then you're like i gotta send this to ryan yes you type in ryan. we'll say it's ryan yeah, guy named yeah. ryan and yeah. so i type ryan in and the name just pops up and so i and just very quickly yeah. just go <laughs> i and just sometimes you know your phone will do like recent people so you know you're like oh that's them yeah I'm- sure sure but um it i opened it up so i didn't see that there was any past conversation right. Um, and so I just sent, I just took the contact name and I hit it and I was just, Ember was talking to me. I was half paying attention. I send, Hey Ryan, here's the content, send that text and then send the content, um, which is the video of me working out with music dubbed over it. Y'all will see it on my Instagram (laughs) in a couple days and, (laughs) and I send it. The second I pushed send, I knew it was the wrong person because there was no previous texts oh. between me. Because what I'm with my oh. new phone, I have not texted this ex. Oh. And it all comes rushing and I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. This is so... <laughs> and quick question, why is there not an option to unsend a text message? I... Is there an option that I'm unaware of? Because I'm like, I can unsend a DM. Instagram's figured it out. And if I would have done that, I would have very quickly... If I would have sent a DM to this person, I would have very quickly unsent it. I don't think you could with SMS. I don't think that's possible. Because you're basically like sending a a physical carrier pigeon, I think, is how SMS works with the green bubble, you know? You're like sending a letter through the... I don't fucking know how this works. But yeah, if you could do it on Instagram, and if iMessage is Wi-Fi based... I don't... I, I, I... couldn't figure out how to unsend anything. I've never been in a situation where I so desperately wanted to unsend something so quickly. I think because I don't know. They probably just want to keep it a because you know how like on Instagram or Twitter, like if you if you remove what you've written, like it'll remove from the other person's side too, and you could just like tweak things and alter things. 
Yeah. It's probably good that it's not a thing, but I know. Probably. I know. Yeah, no, that's true because then if you need it for like physical evidence and the person can like un. I mean, you could probably still trace it though. Like you, there's probably yeah. still logs about that kind of stuff. I know. I'm, I love an unsend on a DM. Oh, I love an unsend. I'm just terrified. Oh, yeah. And I guess like even if they have notifications on their push notifications, it'll still say like this message has not been, has been like redacted or something like that that's awkward though then kind of but uh, bless you <coughs> they still don't have any idea what it is true but, but this then happened still like i mean i posted on instagram recently about the one x that i had uh, that is so funny though what did you say to the person yeah i didn't say anything didn't say anything no because i was like maybe they don't maybe they change their number did it say delivered well not only did it say delivered the person responded Red. to me in 10 minutes and said said wow hey jess long time no talk and uh was like i think you sent this to the wrong person and i was like yeah so sorry about that and then this person was trying to like chat with me they saw you looking good busting out those open foot squats <laughs> <laughs> they said hey baby girl what's up He's like i see that deep squat i see that lunge i see that hip mobility <laughs> from what i recall back in the day you were not working out so what's going on now are you a little more flexible those knees are looking good no oh my replacements God. in your future i'm like <laughs> i'm like just so you know i put music over it without the music you hear them cracking the entire time <laughs> thank god the music was already over it and i didn't send a video it with just the the organic noise of me <laughs> and just like bending and cracking my knees <laughs> oh my god that is so funny it was truly pinnacle embarrassing and uh but then like yeah he kept trying to chat and was just like so how's everything been and i was kind of like it's been fine and but i I mean i suppose if someone would have sent me who i wouldn't have talked to in forever and would have sent me a video of themselves recording i would have been like hey how are you how's everything been like yeah i don't know how do you but then the but then the wrap-up portion where i wrapped it up was then the person was like hasn't since moved and is in another area and is like so do you ever come to such and such like if you're in the area you should like hit me up and i'm like well, we will not be responding to that message. <sighs> so, open fit really works. <laughs> <laughs> open fit is going to get you looking right, baby. Your exes will be Those hitting moves. you up. Your exes will be hitting you up. <laughs> From across the country. Oh my God, bro. The audacity. The audacity. But also, like, there's part of me knowing the way that he's wired that I bet that motherfucker thought that I did it on purpose. purpose. You ever done that before? Oh, sure. (laughs) I used to do it just for attention on Snapchat. I would do like some sort of risque thing. I I would, I would, I would, I would put the caption on it. Like something that looked as if it was from an exchange, you know, like, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever, like, you know, well, if you say so or something like that, 
or so, or, or, or you know, like something that seemed like it was a reply in a conversation. Yes, this is so good. Okay? Right. Yeah. And then I would just like mm, look through and send it to like eight guys. Sometimes <laughs> even ones that I wasn't even like. You're just like let's just, just for attention, see just for attention. Yeah, even guys thrill. that I was like kind of friends with who I didn't want to be anything with. No, and but just I would a hot be like, pick. oh, and I'd be like, oh my god, like oh my god, this is so embarrassing. I'd be like, oh my god, wrong person. <laughs> LOL in all caps. I love that. No, and I then they would give me some compliment and then it'd be like, mm, <laughs> move on with my day. They'd be like, well, you, I mean, listen, you look good. I, I would, I have been known to send a photo of like, if I'm all like glammed up to like, to someone back in the day. And then I'd be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I was sending this to my girlfriend to do an outfit check. <laughs> you know what I figured out the other day what? with one of my girlfriends? What? I figured out, and this is probably a hack that everybody knows, but I felt like, I was like, I feel like a genius right now thinking about this. If you want to get the attention of a certain somebody, right? Uh-huh. You're like interested. Like Jason Sudeikis. Like Jason Sudeikis, perhaps. Uh, we follow each other on Instagram. <laughs> um, no, but if you if you have like, if you're like, oh, I think this person's cute and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah, tell me. Listen, you have close friends and you don't know what someone's close friends list looks like, right? So you could have a close friends list and have a hundred people on I it. I literally have 120 people on mine. Or you could have one person on it and post really cute photos of yourself that you don't want everyone on your Instagram to be like, wow, this person is like thirst trapping with all these like photos, but you want that person to see your cute photos or like see you out and about living your life. Maybe you don't want to share it with everyone. You just make the close friends with one person. They have no idea. And then you see if they see it too. Because you know, if you've got a, a good amount of followers, you don't necessarily see, like let's just say you have like a couple hundred followers and yeah. you can't see if that yeah. person's seen it. This way you see if they see it. Imagine how, how I, I would be actually terrified though if I found out that someone put me into their True. Creepy as hell. But they have no way of But they have no idea. <laughs> you see, you open their Instagram and there's one close friend and you're like, what in God's but you would have your little close friend file where you have like your close friends yeah and then you have your like thirsty close friends where you have like the four people you have a crush on and you just send wait are there different them. close friends lists yeah you can do multiple close friends lists. shut up yeah because i have like 120 people but then i want like a close friends list of like 20 yes because and especially like for me my close friends list is sort of like my old Instagram, you know, it's like I have sure. a, I have a hundred and something people that are like old high school friends, whatever people I don't really talk to, but I sort of put them on there because I'm like, hey, you know, I may be big time now <laughs> on the IG, <laughs> but let me but tell you, we're still friends, you know. I I like I want to, you know, I want to like I want to take more advantage of the close friends list. So I, I did it for list. a minute. I was posting the close yeah. friends like a year ago mm-hmm. for like three weeks and I was like this is fun and then I just fully forgot about it but my girlfriend and I were talking about she was like oh I want it all started because there's this guy she's got a crush on and she's like I really want to post this photo of myself but like I feel embarrassed posting it because I know all of these people are going to heckle me because it's like such like this like sexy selfie and right, and she's just right, not right, wired right. that I way wanna, yeah i, I would post it in two yeah. seconds but yeah. she gets all like i feel like i'm being like weird yeah. you know whatever it's not her thing i get that yeah. again like i said yeah. i would post it in two seconds sure. to my main grid but um <laughs> but she was like oh but i want him to see this but i don't want to send it to him right. she's like i just want him to see it and i was like 
make a close friends list and just put him on it. My crush doesn't even look at my close friends posts. Speaking Are of you which, sure you've been off Instagram though? You don't really when know. I, was on, I would look. <laughs> and let's be real. I want to call out all my close friends that I put on the list, you fake fucks, because only like half of my close friends list even watches my close friends. I will say Instagram's really been screwing me over mm. lately. Like I am not seeing so many people who I would like to be seeing their yeah. content. It's well, been, the algorithm's been I unbelievable. I hope they roll out this chronological order thing because if I follow someone, it's because I want to see their damn content. Well, I would suggest that you start a new close friends list with just your crush on it to see. Then, you know, you, you can post whatever you want and then I, that per just that person is seeing you it. You know, with my anxiety, I... I <laughs> Even though there is no way that this person would know that they're the only one. Something about knowing that I've done that and that that exists on my phone is so horrifying to me. If they could ever, for some reason, know. You'd just be like, whoops. It, it makes me accident. shudder to think about it. I'm, I, You know what's fun, though, then, too, is if they're the only person on your close friends list and they don't see it, you could just keep posting it until they do. <laughs> Same thing over and over again. <laughs> six days in a row. Every every single day, it's like ooh, night, night out, liking my fit. Just same one every single day, and they have no idea. You could use a photo that you used forever ago. <laughs> oh my god! All right, all right, but all it's right. kind of genius, right? It is. It's kind of genius because that way, then you're literally not directly sending like cute pics to your crush but then you're they're seeing you maybe out and about and like you know when you want to post those cute selfies that you don't want to post on your main insta stories and you know you're like look at me living my life out here or you could craft whatever narrative you want about yourself <laughs> <laughs> it's your it's your fake life it's your it fake up. life listen like you have you know you could be at home on the couch every single night and you could be using photos from 2019 baby every single night <laughs> One person on your close friend. Or make it a handful. That's wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, your crush is. Fall five of them. Go fishing. I like that. You know, you're I bored. Like you want that. a little DM back and forth. And I just want to say, I suggested this to the, my friend. And whomst happened to look at it within 30 minutes, send a DM, a cute, sweet DM. And did they end up seeing each other later that evening? Because organically, it ended up happening. Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Man. Just See, facilitating love all over this wild sometimes, city. <laughs> sometimes I miss those games. And then sometimes when it doesn't work and you're just like just, crushed, just, I don't miss that. I, that's what I don't miss. When your the, crush doesn't look at your close friends after 17 days of the same photo every day over and over. You know how you Unreal. can fix that? What? Is because of the <laughs> algorithm... <laughs> Maybe they're not seeing it, so you need to send a DM to one of their things so that yours pops up first. Does it work reciprocate like if you reciprocate like that? Like I've if you engage I've with them? I've noticed that the people who I will most recently engage with via like a DM are the people who are first on my list. So like you're always first on my list. Yeah, you usually are too. It's because we're DMing. But they're each probably other. Just spying on us too. That's very true. Seeing that our phones are close together for hours every week or something yeah. like that. I don't know. But I'll randomly like DM. You know, I'll DM Sophie, 
And then hers is right oh, yeah, at the totally. top again oh, same, for same my thing. Same, so I same, think same. if you DM this person, so you blow them up, absolutely blow them up, and then maybe your little green circle will come to the top of their um, page again. Okay. Speaking of crushes, though, okay, yes. I need to say this because yeah. I what all right, about, all right, right, all right. I actually won't go too far into it because it what did end up being a bit of a personal conversation. <laughs> but when I listened to the Chatty Bros episode, I was floored because. Would you like to break down okay, 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 okay. what the Chatty Bros spoke about if yeah. the broads didn't listen? Long story short, the thing I had issue with is um, there was a guy at, the, at, at a party we were all at that I had a crush on. And we started chatting. And also this was like a crush from afar. We haven't really like interacted before. No, you guys so, don't like know each other. No, we don't really know each other very well. It was No, it, it was like a, it was a crush from social media. Like I was like, oh, I think... Yeah. It's anyway. one of my friends. Yeah, it's one, one of Jess's friends. So anyway, uh, we started chatting and then um, he had to run an errand or something and we wanted to keep talking and Gray had gone home to be with the kids. So then I text Gray like I what I literally text him. I was sitting right with you when this whole thing happened. What I literally text him uh-huh. was, do you mind if I go on a drive to run an errand with a, like a male friend so we can talk about blank whatever we were talking about and gray said whatever and just with gray and i my relationship i'm like oh okay he, he doesn't care no you were cracking up you were like yeah, oh, oh he's, he's giving me he's shit so funny. we're like back we yeah also i talked about i asked about a specific topic i said like this technological revolution why would what is funny about that if i was talking okay so anyway anyway okay hold on okay so so i text him that he says whatever we drive to go run the errand and then I look and I see that our house is only 30 minutes away. The Uber ride is like 45 to 50 minutes from the party we were at. And I was going to have to Uber. So I just asked him, will you just drive me home? He said, yes. Yeah. I said, like a gentleman. Yes. He's a nice guy. Yeah. He wasn't doing anything else. He said, yes, I'll drive you home. Enjoying conversation with me, obviously. <laughs> obviously so, tickled so by it. Why do the drive? <laughs> so drives me home. And then I come in and I'm like talking to Gray about this conversation I just had with this person, whatever. And like how, and I think I would had even been talking about like, oh, I had had a little crush on them or whatever. And Gray was like rolling his eyes. Okay, then on the podcast episode with Chatty Bros, they're talking, by the way, all we talk about on this podcast apparently is open relationships. Apparently, we That's, talked about it with Craig. I mean, we've been talking about it like crazy. Literally this is all the year of about. open, well, actually we started talking about it 2021. So now it's apparently rolled over to 2022. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh-huh. This is the open relationship podcast now. <laughs> We sure fucking like to talk about it. So, Grayston brought up on the pod that he thought I was joking and I was talking about the Uber driver. So, he basically thought when I text him, can I take a drive with this male friend to talk about the technological revolution? He thought I was talking about the Uber driver and making a joke, a Uh cheeky joke. Yeah. Which then I'm listening to the episode and I'm like, what? And I was confused listening to the episode too because you and I had been talking for weeks. I thought that th- about this whole thing. And also, like I said, I was there with you when you texted and Grayston. like joking conversations yeah. had also ha- happened before yes. Grayston left. Yes. And so it was like, there was like a definitely a sense <laughs> of what was happening. And then you texted him that, and then he said whatever, which again is in your guys' is like yeah. back and forth. It's like, that's a fine. Yeah. 
and you were like, hooray, and we were like laughing, and it was just, so I was, then when I was listening to the podcast episode, and Grayston was like, I thought she was joking, I'm like, wait, what? I'm so I confused. Know. I'm like, and, why hasn't Becca told me about this? so confusing, too, because you didn't know. And when I, that was because I didn't know, and when I got home, he was just playing along, I guess, and then I asked him after listening to the episode, I'm like, why didn't you tell me? And he was just like, well, it already happened. You can't change it. And I'm like, yeah, that's how resentment takes over, honey. You need to, I was like, you need to tell me. Because then for weeks now, I thought we were on the same page. Yeah, no, I know. You th- I was, I have been uh, a bystander in And I thought that was thinking. something that you were like, okay with me flirting and chatting with this person, like taking a, a drive and whatever. And, and it all, what? So that was interesting. <laughs> That made for an interesting weekend conversation. But I was just mostly like, it kind of escalated the thing. But but I think he, anyway, the the bottom line though is I was just like, no, if I have hurt you or like you, or we're not on the same page about something, please please tell tell me. me. Please tell me. Otherwise. Don't just bury it deep and then be like. Well, otherwise then I I won't, I I will think that that's okay and I will do the same thing again. (laughs) You're like, I'll do the same thing over and over and over and over again. It's like if I think it's okay to have like a private little like driver conversation with someone that I, you know, am attracted to. I, you know, and like, it was really interesting too to listen to them and Greg be like, I'm afraid that I wouldn't be able to stop myself. I'm like, what? (laughs) You're like, you are. And that's another like, I was just like, what? No. And that's the thing about me, too, is I'm like, I'm not just going to like accidentally make out with someone like I'm pretty good about being like, no, this is just a conversation about something that we're interested in. And I and it's a little bit flirty because I, I kind of I'm attracted to this sure. person. But there's no plan to pull Isaac. off on the side of the road and start making out. What in God's name? I have a family with Brayston. Anyway, that was just interesting. But. Yes, it was a very interesting episode to listen to. <laughs> I, afterwards, I was like, I, I was just telling Becca, I'm like, at one point, Evan dropped some like really personal information about us that I ended up taking out the podcast because I was like, Evan, I'm like, this isn't your diary. Like, this isn't our therapy session. Like, I'm all about being open and like letting the broads no, this know. Is our diary session, okay? Not yours. Listen, bro. Know your place. <laughs> this is still our podcast. And I'm like, for the love of God, I'm like, that is something that, you know, is very personal. And like, maybe before you bring it up on the podcast, you could ask me about bringing it up on the podcast. Or maybe if we bring it up on the podcast, it could be on an episode where we're all together. Not it's not just like drinks with the boys where you're spilling your guts. I'm like, there are some people listening to this. (laughs) I said, I'm like, how come I'm finding out with tens of thousands of other people that you didn't know? What? After three weeks? Good God. These men. I'm like, these men. Wow. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Truly unbelievable. And then Evan, there was something too that Evan said that I had no idea. Oh, you know what was funny is when Evan said, um, he said that he would be way more... Oh. That's what yeah, I was about yeah, to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. That Evan would be... He said, he said, he, he, he posed to Grayson. He said it. Right? This question. He goes, Yeah. If you were listening to Becca talk on the phone with a girlfriend, mm-hmm. and which one would you be more hurt by? Either her saying, like, A, oh my God, he's so funny. Like, sometimes he just says things that's just like, I just don't even, you know, where does where he make this stuff up? It's just, you know, where does it even come from? Smart, funny, genius, amazing, wonderful. And then the option B was, 
oh my God, like he just blew my socks off like in bed the other night. Girl, it was crazy. Gray said he didn't give a fuck about uh, option B. He said it was, you know, funny, smart, whatever. And then Evan said, (laughs) her face, Evan was like, oh no, definitely the sex one. I listened to the episode and then we ate dinner together. I, I we ate dinner together and I'm like, I just want to let you know. I don't want to tell you how to feel, but you should be more concerned about me connecting with a relationship or I'm like, if you're worried about this in the first place. Well, it's so funny that we then end up getting in this whole long conversation because, you know, I talked to him, you know, part one thousand. Part one thousand about the fact that I'm like, listen, when it comes to sex and intimacy like i'm you know we're you and i evan are wired really differently right. like sex is breeds a lot of intimacy for you for me sex the act of sex doesn't if i have intimacy with someone on in an emotional way and then we have sex that's very intimate mm-hmm. to me but like just sex is just it just doesn't connect that way in my brain mm-hmm. it's just not how i'm wired mm-hmm. And so, but, you know, but then again for him, it's like he is, he is wired that way. So he was more concerned about that. And I was like, you learn new things every day. Well, and it was interesting, too. He was like, uh, well, you know, basically there are lots of guys that make Jess laugh and that she enjoys being around. But like, nobody's fucked my girl <laughs> except know. me in years. But I mean, that is <laughs> true, though, right. because, you know, with our relationship dynamic, like, you know, we've talked about it on the podcast before, like we've we are good to go in the way that like I can go out. I have my friends. Some of them are men. Yeah. And he knows that we'll go. We'll flirt. We'll yeah. hang out. I'm yeah. just Jess when I'm there yeah. and whatever. So he's yeah, he's OK with that. And Greg said that he's OK with that, too. He guess I guess I guess he just I don't really in my brain doesn't make sense because he's just like, oh, I just don't want to I don't want to ever see them or know who they are or anything. But I'm also like what I was trying to tell him is I'm like with this guy, I'm like, OK, but this is this is I'm, I'm not fucking this person or pursuing a relationship with them. Uh-huh. This is just a, a, just crush. a crush. So what is the difference between being I was like, I could have a crush on one of your friends, Gray. And then what are you going to sequester me away from them? Because like I want to chat with them. Do you want to tell him who it is so badly? Oh, I, I said his name the other day. <laughs> And he, Gray was just like, how dare you after I set the boundary? And I go, I've already told you about him. Ultimately, you just weren't listening. Yeah, see, I relate to that because I'm more wired in a way that I'm like, I don't I'd I'd rather not know. Yeah. I don't want to know. I want you to to be free to do what you, you know, would like. But I, I don't want to hear about it. I want to know about it so that I can feel the deep pain <laughs> and then listen to Frozen 2 soundtrack. But feel like it feel it and then reckon with it because I feel like once I could, especially for someone with like an on, an ongoing person that they have a relationship with physical or otherwise, that I could grapple with it, come to terms with it, make peace with it, talk about it in therapy with my therapist and then be done with it. What I would be scared of, of if, if, if I don't know, then the one day accidentally, like when, you know, like when you're in high school and you see your ex-boyfriend and they're making out with someone new and you're like, that yeah. gut punch. Yeah, no, I, I would get be that. really nervous about like if I was like, don't ask, don't tell, don't want to hear about anything, and then like accidentally seeing like a text pop up and that just being like <gasps> unleashing a tidal wave of emotion instead of just getting it out there, yeah. dealing with it, <sighs> making peace with it, you know? Yeah, no, I, 
I understand both yeah. both sides. I understand both sides. I, too, yeah, but. I just I'm like my mind would run wild. But that's the thing though. I I think that if I, I if if they told me something, I would want to know everything though. That way, there's no room for imagination. Uh, I yeah, that's just that would be. I don't. So think you I, wouldn't imagination if you just didn't know. Like you wouldn't. I have because I had such radical jealousy issues. Uh-huh. I already had imagined everything under the sun uh-huh. before I could even attach a name to it. <laughs> so I had to learn how to just cut off my imagination. Like I, I'm, I'm telling you, like it used to be, like Evan would have his phone right here and it would pop up, and there'd be a text that would pop up. There would be a name on his, th- and it would be like Mom. Yeah. And my I, my brain, I'd be like, that's obviously not his mom. It's definitely a woman that he's talking to. And he changed it to mom. So I wouldn't look and see who it is. On? I'd been cheated on. Yeah. Like in a, like you're pretty messed up about it. <sighs> Basically, like, did you have trauma from someone cheating on you before? And that's where that came from? Or do you think it was just? Um, n- I don't think that's where my trauma came from. My f- my my first very, very vivid memory of childhood is seeing one of my parents cheating. <sighs> Like I was like physically there. And so I think, and I was like three and a half or four. And that's like my first very vivid memory. So I think that's where a lot of it came from. That'll do it. That'll fuck you up for sure. For sure. I can still see the other person. Like I could draw the person for you right now. Holy fucking shit. Yeah, it was bad. But um, so I think that... It was absolutely traumatizing. Think about it night and day. But I don't have any trauma from it. I've worked through it. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, no, but that, so I think that's where a lot of it came from. Yeah. And then my first serious it's relationship. Distrust, right? It's like, and, and, and not knowing. I don't know. I imagine that that would put in your head that like someone like can be a liar you know like can can be i don't i don't i don't well, know how to i don't know yeah, how to word it and then when it's like when it's parental right. then it's like it's almost like my brain goes well everyone's a liar of course right because that's a fundamental foundational yeah, relationship because the they foundational and, and they were wonderful parents yes. too so i was like they do it all right but and then also this so it's a little bit like everybody every, everybody lies everybody right? yeah so it was kind of in my brain. It was like everybody cheats, everybody Everybody's lies. Trustworthy, yeah. In a way. Deep so and then my Fuck. first relationship, serious relationship ever that like lasted for a while was then with my boyfriend, um, who was gay. Mm-hmm. And so then I ended up walking in on him, like he was cheating on me, and so I didn't know that he was gay, and I also didn't know he was cheating yeah, on me. It's a double whammy. So then that was like, okay, this is just what happens, right? So, um, I remember when I found out that my gay boyfriend was cheating on me. That shit sucks. It's devastating, you know, but we were, what I am really grateful for, for that relationship was he was like such a good friend of mine and he was in so much pain Mm. that like we were able to like stay close to each other through everything and like he was able to like help me process through my hurt of being cheated on. And then I was able to help him process as he was like living in this like trauma of trying to be in this evangelical community and not being allowed to love who he wanted to love and be who he was. So that was actually like a really wonderful relationship Mm -hmm. after and it helped me a lot, but shout out, shout out, love you. Um, but, uh, 
but yeah, so because I have that in my brain, that like, I would literally like Evan, it, it would pop up and I would say mom and I'd be like, it's another woman. And I would imagine all of the things and what it would take me, it would literally, I guess I, it, I just did it. If Evan was ever gone and his computer was there, or his phone was there, it was like game over. I'm going through everything, like everything. Because I was like, I have to find out that he's cheating on me so that I can end this before it goes too far. Mm-hmm. This was even after we well, like officially got married. I was mm-hmm. like, well, I need to know now because we're early on in our marriage. So an annulment maybe could happen. <laughs> and, da, 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 da. and so it was like I was always just looking for that. And so when you dig enough, you find little things like even though it was nothing, it was just like a random person he worked with was texting him. And I was like, why were you even text like, you know, and it would just be like, right. And people have privacy. Right. And it's like, and and so, yeah, of course. And it was like, not only was I like, you know, not allowing him to have any bit of a private life. And I was like breaking into his things, basically, which was so not okay. I was destroying my own mind. So what I had to just basically do is like cut myself off where it was like one day I had to look in the mirror and be like, you will never look at his phone again. You will never go on his computer again. Like you won't look on his at for at one point I'm like, I, I blocked his like social or unfollowed his social media stuff, even though I was married to him. Cause I was like, I don't even want to see anything. Cause I'll, I'll sit there and I'll look at tagged stuff and I'll obsess. I'll see him like someone's mm-hmm, post and go mm-hmm. down the rabbit hole that. And that helped like everything so much. And but but now I feel like the opposite where I'm like, I, I'm like, I don't want to I'm like, would be good to go. I feel like in an open relationship, I feel like I'd be I'd be good to go. Now, what if you did, I just be like, I don't want to know anything. What if you did see something where he's sitting in the text pops up and it's like, can't like, oh, my God, last night was like so much fun. You're such a fucking whatever. I'm sure I would feel it. But it, so long as I was able to control myself mm-hmm. and not look, I think I would be OK. I think I'd be okay if it wasn't, oh, Michael Yo's calling. <laughs> Hi, Michael Yo. Um, uh, I think I would be okay if uh, I didn't see, like, f- like pictures. As soon as I start seeing photos, that's when I unravel. I think that's kind of what Gray was getting at, too. Of like, oh, I by the way, it. oh, we decided we're going we're gonna to do an episode where it's Grayston and, and, and Jess, because one of the broads in the comments was like, that Libra Aquarius dynamic, they said they felt like it's the same in the bros, but it's the opposite. Gray's the Libra, Evan's the Aquarius. So we thought it would be fun to kind of do We're going to do a wife or... swap episode. Uh-huh. <laughs> Evan and Becca and Gray and I. <laughs> It's going to be chaos on I both ends. Wait. It'll be so much fun. But um, yeah, um, that's what Gray was saying where he was like, he said, if he just, he, it's something for him is like, the, I don't want to see their face. Yeah. I, just, I really relate to that. What if, Maybe it it's popped, our, what if it popped up on his phone and it was like a selfie and she's like, and she's like topless. That would be really, really, really hard. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that, that, that's then when I'm like, okay, I don't know if I can handle this. And I'm having to really work then on my jealousy. <laughs> Big time. The photos, that's what's going to get me for sure. Yeah, maybe it's a... I'd be like, show me her nudes now. Show me your sex tape. Okay. Just flipping through it. Yeah, that's very... um, Maybe it's a very... Maybe it's Libra. I don't think any of it would be easy. No, I I don't think it would be easy for me to hear or see or anything. It's all... But I I like the idea of... I I, I like the idea of testing. I was like, what, 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 what would I experience? Yeah, no, that is interesting. I feel that way similarly as well because I'm like, I 
saying I conquered jealousy is the most is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I but I conquered bullshit. that part of that level. I feel like I've I've conquered a good amount that's of awesome. it because it was it it consumed everything about yeah. me. It was the, my old Jason Sudeikis. It was all <laughs> all I thought about. Right. Dude, um, good for you. That's really hard. Thank you. It was. I mean, it was. It was kind of at a point where I'm like, I'm. I either, I either figure out how to do this, or I will live every future relationship in absolute Misery. turmoil, yeah. and I will never enjoy a relationship. So I was like, I'd like to be in a relationship with this guy, and I'm really <laughs> destroying. I'm, I'm really him. destroying him because I'm making him feel bad for things he has never done. On top of everything, you know. Um, but I'm like, I feel like I con like I've conquered that chunk of it. Yeah. But there's so much more of always, jealousy, always. right? So I'm like, yeah, I'm also interested to see how I would handle certain situations, for sure. Wow. I told him the other day. A couple, I think a couple years ago on this podcast, because I asked the broads, I was like, broads, let me know what you want me to try in 2022. Or I asked uh, on Instagram, yeah. I was like, let me know what you want me to try in 2022, because I am ripping and roaring to go. And let me tell you, I have some things booked. I am excited. I'm doing my past life regression next week. Yeah. I will report back. I did some psychic stuff. I have a shark cage diving situation coming up in like two months. Oh, my God. I'm gonna really do it, but one, <laughs> but a few of the broads. Oh, stand up comedy that was the big one. I'm like, fuck, I have to try it now. What a nightmare. Um, but Can't one wait. of one of the broads was like threesome, and um, I think I had said on this podcast a couple years ago that I was like, yeah, I'd be down to try yeah. a, th a threesome, and diving into uh, conversations about open relationships and polyamory and everything. And knowing your own boundaries and all that, what I feel like I have discovered about myself, which I'm, I'm working through, is I'm like, now, I'm like, I don't think I would be comfortable with a threesome. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because I'm like, knowing how I'm wired, seeing something visually mm. might take me back to this this past place because I'm like, there's an intimacy that I feel with Evan emotionally that then is carried into the uh -huh. bedroom mm -hmm. that yeah. is like, you know, special, special yeah. for me that I'm like, if then someone comes into that, I feel like I have this big trigger when it comes to uh, the church because Evan and I had been involved in the church and I felt like, and our parents had been. So I felt like everyone always knew everything about our personal life and there's something about this idea of then someone knowing about what is between Evan and I in the bedroom and that like knowing sense. that that feels like scary to me mm -hmm. in like a I might revert back. So I'm like, I would be comfortable with Evan like being in a situation where if he like, you know, if we'd communicated whatever that he was with someone else for a night or whatever. But the threesome. I'm like, I don't know if I could do that. There's a great episode on Tristan Taramino's podcast called, what's their podcast called? Don't remember. But there's an episode on threesomes specifically with like an expert. And um, Tristan Taramino wrote the book Opening Up. And 
she's like all about like kink and polyamory and it's like really just like and what's cool about her is she's a bit older too i believe she's like in her 40s and mm-hmm. she's like very experienced and very like has a lot of like practical knowledge and wisdom yes. she has this expert on and they're talking about threesomes and they talk through some really practical stuff about why like don't just hop in you know with a drunk friend that is bad bad news most of the time <laughs> but that's some really practical tips like why not try um, booking a cam show like with a girl oh, or something okay. like that for yeah. you and your partner to do together and kind of like figure out. Do you, do, there's different ways to like dip your toe in the water and see if you would be interested in involving someone else in the bedroom in ways that aren't quite so like committed. Um, that totally makes sense. It's a good episode. I'll send it to you. Yeah, but there was please. like a lot of like little things instead of being like, no, you don't have to jump right into like throwing someone in to come and have sex with you both there's like other things see if this is something that you'd be comfortable with and exploring boundaries and I all like that, that. Kind of thing. I like so that. it's a good episode yeah, you you I'll, give it, I'll send me. it to you and then you can put it in the episode notes too anyway alright broads we're chatting again Tuesday which I'm stoked about yes and broads just want to also say as well after we put out our why we quit the bachelor episode I just want to say like a massive thank you the amount of like, I know you're off social. You guys, no, I went. I text Jess. I said, I went on YouTube, which I rarely She never ventures. <laughs> but I couldn't help myself. Yeah. And I went on YouTube and I read the comments. Usually YouTube's comments can be kind of scary. There was an onslaught of people being so kind and supportive. And there was like maybe two people that said something sort of not nice. But by far and away so many supportive people even people who were super bummed and that meant the world to read all that stuff it was so sweet yeah it, it, it really meant everything that we're like taking this this risk and this chance and this new shift and like having so much love and support even like you were saying for those people who are bummed out that you all still are loving on us so much and yeah. sending all the kind words like we do not take it for granted and it means so so much to us so thank you we love you broad squad forever broad squad for life for life <laughs> and uh we'll uh we'll chat the boy you're gonna listen to the boys uh on on oh, yeah. friday oh, and yeah. uh, then we'll chat again on tuesday chat soon chat soon <laughs>